Welcome, welcome. You're listening to our podcast, Two Massage Therapists in a Microphone. My name is Mark. I'm a registered massage therapist, registered kinesiologist here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. We've got a real cool guest hanging out on our phone. Actually, we've hung out before. We've hung out in person before yes, years ago. And uh, it's it's cool that it's all come full circle. Yeah. Hey, everyone. It's Amanda. And we're recording tonight over the phone with Syrah, who we met back in 2019. Um, actually, initially, I met her because she took a chair massage course that I was teaching at Conrad Institute. Do you, do you remember that when you were able to uh, take courses and not have a mask on? Do you remember, yeah. Do you remember oh, yeah. Well, it was so fun. But uh, she came in and she was the only non-RMT in the group that day. I'm pretty sure, right? You were the only one that was not registered. Yeah. yeah. And she was there just wanting to learn um, some chair massage techniques because she had this vision of opening up a spa and maybe I don't even know how much longer after the after the course, maybe a month or so, um, she sent an email to me and asked if we could do lunch, me, her and Mark. And she just wanted to run some ideas by us for this idea of opening a spa. And we're like, yeah, cool. So we hung out in the office, had some lunch. She talked about she told us about her entire vision for this spa. And it was really cool. And we were like, yes, we love it. And when you finally do this, like come back and we'll have you on the podcast. Anyway, fast forward to 2021, Mark's scrolling through Instagram, sees something that catches his eye, sends a message to this person like, hey, your your business model is pretty cool. Do you want to be a guest on the podcast? She's like, yeah, we've met before. Enter <laughs> Syra. <laughs> so trippy, actually. So trippy. Because your Instagram is cool to me. Like, I, I love, I love this profile. I'm in love with this profile. Oh, thank you. Honestly, it's it's a cool profile. I it is it. very I cool. Well, it. I'm going to let Syra introduce herself. So all I will say is she is the founder and CEO of Touch Massage Bar. And um, you can go and check out the social media that attracted Mark's it's, attention it's so, immediately. It's so well branded. Oh, it my is. God. It's almost <laughs> like she got some uh, branding advice from some expert. No, I'm kidding. I'm totally Totally no, but you kidding. know what's actually funny is um, I went when I was like really interested in the vision and the concept. I went to the massage therapy expo. It must have been twenty sixteen or seventeen. And Mark, I went to Mark's course. He he was teaching a class there on yes, branding and marketing. Yes, this was, yes. This was in uh, in Vaughn. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was yes, the one that yes. I didn't go with you because I think we probably had a newborn. I, I went with you one year and very pregnant, and then the, <laughs> the next year you didn't go. Um, that's awesome. So for everybody listening, Syrah, can you um, give a little bit of a backstory about you, an introduction and how you came to have this vision of opening a massage Before bar? you do that, before you, I have to just say like, this is all tripping me out so fucking much. I'm not even kidding. It really is. Cause it, now, it, now it almost seems like we set this up. Like I didn't set this up at all. No, no, you know no. what I mean? When I was complimenting you on your Instagram, I, I didn't even think of, hey, yeah. We talked like when, when I said that I wasn't thinking like you were on our couch and we were talking about business. No, stuff. he actually didn't know it was you until you said uh, we've met before. But even right now, <laughs> like I, I'm still failing to put it together. So when I'm complimenting you on your Instagram and it's well branded, I'm not looking for you or anyone listening to be like he's just looking for a compliment here because he might have given her some <laughs> no, advice and, and and she's just saying that back. No, but it's, when you had message, I was like, it's crazy how it all comes full circle because this was obviously like this was like four years in the making. So. I 
I was constantly trying to like learn more about like the massage therapy like industry. And so, um, yeah, no, it was crazy how it all comes, uh, comes around. <laughs> yeah. So, um, touch massage bar, it's basically a cafe wellness, uh, concept in the front and, we do seated massages and we do full body massages. A little bit more about myself and my story. It's a little bit long, but um, I was working uh, in the corporate world for about five years. Um, and both my aunts have salon and spas. So I've kind of like grown up in the industry a bit. I would spend a lot of time there. Um, and I always thought that that was something I would do later on in life of, you know, once I have some, once I have kids and I want to run my own business, I'd probably open a, you know, a salon spa and kind of do that. So, um, you know, that always like intrigued me. And then uh, I was working in the corporate world about five years. And then around that time, I got offered another position um, at a different company for, you know, a better, for a better title, better pay. And at the time, that's where I thought the trajectory of my career was supposed to go so you know I ended up taking this new opportunity six months in ended up super unhappy and just not loving it um and then around that same time one of my aunts who also who owned the uh, salon spa she unfortunately passed away suddenly in a car accident and it kind of just made me think and look at life in a different way and just say like hey why am I waiting you know, because life is short. And why not now when I have the energy, you know, um, and you know, I'm not happy right now. So like, it's a good time to do it. So um, I wanted to make sure that I made a very calculated decision, because it was going to be a big life decision to, you know, leave the corporate world and try to do something on my own. So Mm -hmm. I got a job working at a spa in Yorkville. Um, and I was managing the front desk and the day-to-day operations uh, for about a year to really kind of learn, you know, A, do I really want to do this? And then also to just get experience um, about the industry. And so around that same time is when I was working on my business plan, going to like the massage therapy expo, all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. And then um, the idea for Touch really came about uh, when I was traveling. So uh, my brother lived in he moved to Hong Kong. And so uh, I went to go visit him in Hong Kong and travel throughout Southeast Asia. And one thing I really loved was going to get these like seated massages where, you know, you're shopping all day in Thailand, and then it's like, you know, 8pm, and you can stop in for like a foot massage. And, um, you know, I found myself like always going back to this, because it was just such a nice way to kind of end the day. And one thing that I also loved about the experience was that I could go with my brother and we could sit beside each other and we could have this experience together, but it wasn't intimate. It wasn't like a couple's massage. It was seated. You're fully clothed, but you can still enjoy this experience together. And so that's kind of what made me really start thinking about this concept. Um, and then coming back to Toronto and like looking for a similar type of concept, it didn't exist. Um, Because when I was looking at the market, when you're going to get a massage, uh, it's very like it's it's on two different spectrums. So there's, you know, the more clinical uh, experience and or like lower end spas, I would say, or there's high end spas where you're going, but, you know, you can only really afford to go once or twice a year and it's a huge splurge. Um, And I kind of found that there was no really like 
there wasn't this middle ground where you could be in a beautiful space, you can get a good, you know, therapeutic massage. Um, and so that's kind of how, uh, how touch was born. Long story short. We have time for long story long. Don't worry. I got yeah. no it's such, <laughs> it's such a fucking cool idea. Like you don't understand. I'm sitting here thinking about it. I'm like, one of the things I like about your social platforms when I'm looking at all this stuff, I'm thinking to myself, Jesus H Christ, I just want to go hang out. I want to go hang out. Yeah. I do. Well, that, and I'm thinking to ev- but I'm thinking exactly and I'm thinking to every place that I've ever gone for a massage I'm like I don't I don't want to be there. I want the massage. Yeah. I don't want to be there. And I'm looking at this and I'm thinking I want to be there. It's not just get a <laughs> massage. This is fucking fabulous. Unbelievable. Like, unbelievable. Well, you have to come hang out in the space. Maybe we can do our next podcast there. Absolutely. Yes, we absolutely should have planned this better to do the podcast <laughs> there while I'm getting a foot massage. <laughs> like, what What am I doing at home? We will make that happen. <laughs> it's such a smart move. And I never thought of that because I'm not a high-end spa guy. I wouldn't even know what it's like to be in a high-end spa. Yeah, and like thinking about like the high-end spas, I feel like it's it's not only such a big financial um, like burden. I would say it's like a big time burden where you still want to go to this like beautiful space to get the massage, but then they have like this water therapy and saunas and all this extra stuff where you then feel guilty about spending so much money and then not being able to hang out there. So then you're kind of like forced to hang out there to get your money's worth. But like we're so busy these days that we don't have you know time to hang out. So it's like there was like this whole like you know, with the experience, I found this kind of like issue with it. And so, yeah, that's kind of what made me start thinking about it. Because I've never been in a high-end spa. Is being at your place going to feel like being in a high-end spa? So yes and no. In terms of like design and the experience, we want you to feel like you're at a high-end spa with like the service that we're providing with the scent and the music and all of that. But we don't want you to be for like feel like you're forced to hang out there so we have this like beautiful space that you almost like want to hang out in because you feel like you're on vacation and we have you know a full cafe and uh we can't wait till we can launch our full bar and start serving wine again so you can hang out and have a drink after catch up with someone and really and then you know be able to kind of continue your way along king street west and maybe go out for dinner or you know pop in after dinner whatever the experience is this is so fucking brilliant so let me tell you after i had my second child the very first time i was away from her oh no sorry first child i'm lying very first time i was away from her two of my girlfriends brought me to um body blitz you know the place you can go and do the whole hydrotherapy circuit right yes Yeah, yeah 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 so they we did that and we just got to hang out for an afternoon doing that but at that place it's it, you have to be quiet right you're not allowed to speak because it's supposed to be like serene so I'm just imagining you know people getting together like with their friends and like let's go to touch and you go there and you lounge and you go to the cafe and have something to eat and you can get a massage but still like out. talk to it's your friend to and hang, hang out. out and then you have a drink like it's it's so cool. I want to be there. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So I'm going to ask, because I again, I, I just want to understand, because I don't know. I've never been to High End Spa. At High End Spa, do you want to hang out? Are they places like you just want to be like, I just want to sit here all day long? Is it like that or no? So, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I love the experience, but it's more of like this, like, like it's like I want to do that by myself like if I want to spend time alone I'll go there and I'll bring a book and I'll you know sit by the pool or go into like 
the sauna got for it, a bit it, or go okay. into the steam room. But it's not like an experience you can do with someone because exactly like uh, what you had said was you can't really talk at these like high, uh, like Amanda said now that you I can't talk at these high end spas, right? I love like it's this. supposed to be hush hush. But then you want to meet your friends and you want to catch up because you know as a new mom you only get like specific you know such limited time to spend with your friends so um you know that was where we saw this like gap in the market i I love this this even more i think it's so brilliant because as i said when we went to body blitz don't get me wrong i I had a fantastic afternoon it was great i got to spend three hours with my friends and i was out away from the baby for the first time but we couldn't talk to each other like that was the missing component and i was just thinking you know if you're sitting in this beautiful space and you have the relaxing music and like she said this like it's the whole atmosphere but on top of that i can have like a mimosa fuck i'm sold i get it i get it i get it i get it it's 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 cabana pool bar for massage i get get it where you just want to hang out you can do everything you'd want to do and you can be there as long as you want to be there and everything you'd want to do. If I go to Cabana, if I want to be by the pool, I go by the pool. I want to go shoot pool, I go shoot pool. I want to sit down and eat, I go sit down and eat. I want to dress a little nicer, I dress a little nicer. I want to walk around in a fucking uh, a swimsuit, I can walk around. It's like, it's, anyway. <laughs> I'm so excited. Because I, I love the, I just, we just, we just did a recording last night with a dude who's really into owning clinics and he's way into that business part of, of massage. And we were having that conversation yesterday and I was like, I'm in love with all parts of the massage business. Like there's so many fucking things that can happen out of this business. It doesn't just have to be, I'm a clinic owner or I'm a therapist, I'm a practitioner or I'm an educator. Cause basically th- those are the only places that, like that's what people end up doing and there's just so many other fucking things this is, and this is a perfect example of one of them yeah this is really cool and I, I just want to talk a little bit more about um, the concept because I did visit your website just before we got on the call Syrah and I saw you know like even the services you offer exactly what you were saying this is not the same as going to a high end spa where you're going in and you're paying a couple hundred dollars you could go in and do like a 25 minute treatment or you know like I, I was seeing some of the things you can do like a seated just head neck and shoulders you can get a foot massage or like there's a whole different type of menu that's not just come in and you know get a 50 minute massage and pay 180 dollars for it so it was it's nice to have that option to be able to do different things and all of your therapists are rmts yes (laughs) and yeah that was really important to me with having this shorter time frame because you know we did when i was thinking about the concept we did time the services based off of like people working downtown and coming in on like their lunch break or after work or like an after drink, you know, um, an after work drink. And so that's why the 25 minute was important to us. But, you know, we quickly learned that even though we were, we weren't really operating during that time. And now that we're open, you know, we don't have like our, all of our clientele, like a lot of them are working from home. Um, But the 25 minute is still really popular because sometimes like, you know, people are working at their desk all day at home and they're, you know, they just want a quick like head, neck, shoulders. They can, you know, pop in for that. And so um, I think having, you know, that variation of the 25 minute, the 50 minute and the 80 minute was important to us because, you know, then we can uh, we can have one guest that does come back, you know, does an 80 minute once, you know, and then comes back a week later and does a quick 25 minute. So at least we have all those options available. Absolutely. And um, 
I remember when you and I were talking, I mean, it was a long time ago, it's a little fuzzy. Um, but I remember one of the questions you had, because you you really did do your research. And I applaud you for that. You didn't just decide I'm going to open a spa and go, like you did a lot of groundwork first. And I remember one of the things that you wanted to pick our brain about was what are RMTs looking for? How do I attract yeah. people to come work here? How do I get good therapists that are are going to want to come work for me? Um, so, you know, we gave our our two cents on that. Um, what was the hiring process like for you? Yeah. And so just like for touch, like the guest experience is so important. But for me, coming from that background of working at a spa, I know how much the employee experience, how important that is. And that's why the RMT experience was very important to me. And I put them both at equal value. And so the hiring process was, um, it was pretty tough uh, in the beginning. So I, from the beginning, um, when I started to think about the concept, uh, you actually had Fiona on the show in like a really early season. She does she specializes in like foot reflexology yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um she was she my also, boxing she coach she also took chair massage and i actually thought yes. you were in her class <laughs> but you were not yeah and so she was my boxing coach and so i knew she was an rmt so she was kind of the first person where i really could pick her brain and she helped um a lot in the beginning to really kind of guide me through everything we did a few uh like pop-up events uh because it took me over like two years to find a space and so we were doing pop events and stuff like that in the meantime. Um, and then my second most important uh, hire was Kylie, who um, I met through my interior designer. And she she came on um, as our second RMT lead. And she was really pivotal uh, in the hiring process as well. And so us three kind of made that team to hire. And we only started out with about um, seven therapists. And we opened February 20, we opened uh, for family and friends, uh, right in like the end of Feb. And by March 14th, we were closed. So we were only really open for like, let's say three weeks. And uh, we were, you know, ready to go. So excited. We did family and friends. And then we were closed. You know what, though? You got to be thankful, though, at least that you've got RMTs working for you, right? Because you're allowed to at least open up yeah, and do stuff. Exactly. If you didn't have RMTs, and that's, yeah. oh, you'd still be shut down. Yeah. 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 And, and that's the thing. And so that's what really helped. So we were closed for the first uh, three, four months. And we were so new. So I had no idea what to do. Like, I remember we made the decision to close. I think it was March 14th before it was mandated. And then within the next few days, it was mandated. But yeah, we didn't know what we were doing for the first few months because we didn't know what was going to happen because we were so new as well. And then, um, but I remember our team, even though we had only worked together for about like, I would say a few weeks, we met every Friday during the lockdown. We did a Zoom call and we would just like check in, see how everyone's doing. Fiona would lead us through a meditation. And like that kind of really brought our team together and made us like a little family. And we mm-hmm. kind of felt like we had each other, you know, throughout the lockdown. And so then, um, you know, we were allowed to open, I think it was mid-June. So we took a couple of weeks to really like get our COVID protocols in order and make sure we ordered everything and had everything set up to make sure the space was now, um, you know, was laid out for uh, taking guests during this time. And so we then reopened July 2nd 
And then we've been open ever since. So is this a new business? Um, are you guys getting a lot of traction? And like, where are these people coming from? Like, as Mark said, you've got a really beautiful, well-branded social media. So I assume your online presence is really helping. But do you know at this point, like where your clients are coming from? So I think one good, one really, really good thing is that initially when this space was designed, I wanted it to feel like a vacation. Like I wanted Mm -hmm. people to come in and feel like I'm not in Toronto. I'm in Tulum. I'm in Bali. I'm somewhere else. And so every little aspect of the space was very thoughtfully designed. And, um, you know, I worked with an interior designer and she really created the perfect dreamy space and having this space that looked that that felt like a vacation, I think really helped us throughout the pandemic because people couldn't travel. So Mm. this was like an escape and we still get feedback that like, you know, People, when they come in and they leave, they feel like, oh, I took a vacation and they're so thankful. Um, and right now, I would say we get people, we like our, our guests come from all over the city um, as like a destination uh, because, you know, everyone is working from home and they're looking for like a different type of experience that they can do. And so, you know, we're so happy that we've been been able to offer that experience to people and been that escape and that kind of refuge. That is really cool. Um, do you have like different themed rooms or is it like, you know, how you mentioned, you mentioned Tulum, you mentioned Bali, like, do you, did your designer and I guess yourself, you probably worked closely with the designer, but did you intentionally try to create spaces that were similar to specific destinations or just in general, it's, it's more of a vacation vibe without being very specific to a certain place? No, we actually wanted, I wanted it to be very specific because of like the concept was influenced by travel. I wanted it to like be influenced by Bali and Tulum. So actually our big seated room where we do the seated massages, we call it like the little party room. It's called Tulum. Um, And all of our rooms are named after different places. So we have the Bali room. We have um, St. Bart's, Ibiza, Maldives. That's cool. I, dig it. I literally just got goosebumps. I'm like, I want to go there. Yeah. And I want to go on vacation. And and with this 25 minute option, you could go like every day and go to a different destination. <laughs> it's a little bit more of a, a girly hangout. Right. But I, I want to hang out. Here. Not at all. I don't mean I don't Not mean at a, all. No, 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 but I don't I don't mean it as a girly hangout. I just mean like I'm I'm way too rough around the edges, but I want to go here. It's well, if, if, <laughs> you, go, if you go with me, then it's fine. <laughs> I'm 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 not like a refined, trendy dude. You see what I'm saying? Like this might be a, a more of a refined, trendy dude place, which is cool. But I still want to go here. I, I'm st- I'm staring at your social media. Yeah, he's I can't been keep, he's been I looking through the photos this entire time because I'm just staring at these pictures going, I want to be here. No, we, but I intentionally designed it so that it would be super gender neutral, and we do get guys that come in because Absolutely. we knew that we were well, we were close to like financial districts, so we wanted people like you know with men with suits to feel comfortable hanging exactly. out and like. Um, even my fiance, he's like, he's really into football. So he's like, what if I want to come, you know, watch football with the boys and get a foot massage? I was like, yes. So we put a projector in our seated room. So we hope that like when there are big games and stuff, eventually once we can actually start serving again, um, we can host uh, some parties and things like that in that room. <laughs> Love it. Can we do my 40th birthday party at Touch Massage Bar? Absolutely. Yes. So by, <laughs> by the way, I'm I'm only 37, but I feel like by the time we're allowed to have big parties again, it'll be getting close to my 40th. <laughs> 
That's not funny. It's so sad. <laughs> oh, man. Tell me about it. Like, we get so many people that want to celebrate things right now. And we're like, we're sorry. Like, it, it kind of sucks that, like, the space that we've designed for these types of events, we just can't do right now because of all the restrictions. But we hope that one day we can actually offer the full experience. It's coming. I also want to know about the business side. I also want to know all the parts that come along with being an entrepreneur that's starting up a business, trying to find a way to make this thing work. Tell us a little bit of how it started. Where did you start from? Because someone out there is listening to this and they're like, I want to do something. I want to do something different. Something that's not your very typical massage clinic, blah, 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 blah. Someone's got an idea, but they don't know where to go next help them out yeah and and that was me and so google is going to be your best friend so i remember like sitting at my corporate job and just start googling like how to open a spa how to do all this and just there was a lot of information and like the city has a lot of free events in terms of like business entrepreneurship you know how to understand financials so um, how to write a business plan so these are all things that i found you know on google i would go to different events i remember on the weekend there would be um or like some evenings there'd be some of uh, like at this at City Hall, there would be some business events. And so I just kept learning. And I think it's just putting one foot forward. And then just you, you slowly figure things out. It's like, okay, I have this now what's next? What's next? And I kind of just like, kept going. Um, but I remember, like, in terms of getting a space, that was the hardest part, being a new business, having a whole new concept, um, you know, having these financial projections, but not having like another business to really compare it to because right. we have this hospitality, you know, aspect and then we have this like clinic aspect. So there was just all these different layers to the business. So that was, you know, that was really tough trying to create this business plan. Um, and I remember trying to get a space. We had about three locations fall through and that means like we met with the landlord, we saw the space, we would start negotiations, we'd be in negotiations negotiations back and forth for about like three to four months and then the deal would fall through and this just kept happening and at the time it was super tough and super disappointing but um we ended up getting our like i ended up getting our dream space because i wanted to be on king street west right beside soul cycle mm. and then uh as soon as we opened soul cycle left so <laughs> in terms of um you know really getting into the business aspect it's it was just really taking it one step at a time because if you try to do everything at once, it's very overwhelming. And everyone is, whoever you reach out to is very happy to share information. So I remember just like, you know, meeting with some friends or mutual friends that own their own businesses and just really picking their brain and, you know, meeting with you guys and picking your brain and just really kind of um, putting myself out there and trying to just keep learn, keep learning as much as I could. Um, and then, yeah, just kind of figuring out what's next. Well, that was something I was really impressed with with you, actually, that, you know, you just weren't shy. You just sent an email and you're like, hey, can I just come and hang out with you guys? And uh, then, of course, you insisted on bringing lunch. I'm like, no, no, you don't have to bring us lunch. You're like, I'm bringing you lunch. <laughs> with all of the learning, is there anything that stands out the most? Is there anything that has impacted you the most that's made the biggest difference in what you're doing? I would say that having a business plan is really important because you need to know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, like at the end of the day, things can happen that are out of your control. So 
I went through three years of working on this business plan, trying to get a location. And then we finally, like finally got to this moment. That's like the most exciting moment when your business opens and you have all this like, you know, energy and excitement. And then three weeks later, I had to close the business and not know what to do. And that was not in my business plan. So I would say that like, learn as much as you can. But at the end of the day, being an entrepreneur, as you guys know, has its ups and downs, and you just got to roll with it. And you got to adapt. And one thing I've learned is that you can't stick to a specific vision, and you have to be able to pivot. Because if you don't have that adaptability, you I, like we wouldn't be able to survive. Um, and so that I found was really important that I know like you can plan as much as you want, but you have to be able to kind of change and adapt and be okay with that. Was there ever a point from the point of conception of the idea to the shutdown in COVID, like in the middle of the shutdown, did you ever be like, I, I'm out. I can't do this anymore. Yeah, the the three months that we were closed was probably the toughest time I've ever gone through because we I had just spent like a lot, a big investment with um, you know, putting into leasehold improvements and really building out this space and uh and then not knowing what was going to happen because I think when all these new like businesses closed down, everyone started selling like online gift cards they had this retail aspect set up and i remember like sitting and talking to my fiance and i'm like i can't even sell gift cards because it would be mostly like friends and family that would support me and i don't even know if they're gonna have a business to come to Mm -hmm. and that was a really like real moment and so those three months were super hard um i think i was supporting the lcbo a little too much (laughs) um and uh a lot of people yeah (laughs) and uh no that was a that was a really really tough time and yeah i think once a week i had the idea of like do i want to continue to do this what's what do we do what's next because um at the time as well and even currently we were still waiting to see what the government would announce what kind of funding they would announce but as a new business we barely qualify for anything and continue to barely qualify for anything. And I think a lot of people don't understand that because not like, you know, you guys understand as being entrepreneurs and owning your own business, but people from the outside looking in just assume that, Oh yeah, the government's helping out small businesses. So you're okay. And (laughs) that's, that's not how it works. And so um, that was a really, really tough time, but I'm just like you said, I'm so grateful that we have RMTs on our team and, and, to be honest, I love my team. Like we have the most amazing RMTs on our team. And the fact that we were able to continue doing services and provide this experience to our guests has been um, has been great. And that we could continue kind of building our brand until we can offer this full experience. Is the goal here just maximize what you're doing with this one location and you've got it down. It's doing its thing. It's making its money. Everybody's happy. It's an oiled machine and it, it pays for my life and I live well. Or is there more? Do you want several locations? Do you want to branch this out into other areas? Yes. Yeah, so uh, it was always set up to, because in my corporate world when I was working, I was working with a lot of uh, restaurants and franchised restaurants. So franchising is all was always something that was in the back of my head that was also built into this business model. Um, one thing that we do offer that's kind of different um, from other 
clinics is that we have a membership. And so our members get a discount on their um, services. They're able to pre-book their monthly appointments. They get a complimentary beverage every time. And so um, we really wanted it. We really, I really wanted to set up this business as like a 50 kind of 50% membership and then 50% um, uh, new guests. And so the future model was always built out to be a franchise and have multiple locations. Um, but obviously with COVID, uh, our our plan now is just let's stick to this one location and let's do the best that we can and really build it up. And, you know, who knows where the next few years will take us. But right now the focus is on uh, our one King Street West location. I love it. So if anybody uh, listening does want to um, check you guys out, uh, do you want to give out some contact information, uh, website, social media, any of that kind of stuff? Yes. So our social media is at Touch Massage Bar. Our website is touchmassagebar.com. And uh, yeah, you can book online, you can see our space and can't wait to, to see everyone there <laughs> and can't wait for you guys to come and experience this. Oh, space. we're coming. We're coming. <laughs> I'll have a mimosa ready for you guys. <laughs> Did you ever get any backlash or blowback from RMTs about the type of place that you have? I know a bunch of RMTs. I can picture them listening to this, if they would even listen to this, listening to this. And they're very kind of pro, we're healthcare, we're, we're, we're registered massage therapists, we're regulated healthcare in Ontario, and we have patients, and this is what we do with our patients, and blah, 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 blah. And they completely ignore the other side of, yeah. of what this profession does, right? And I'm curious. A hundred percent. Yeah? You got blowback, <laughs> um, Yeah, right? so a hundred percent. I think that, it was never directed. It was, it was always like, you know, people would tell me about it or, you know, other therapists would tell me about it. But at the end of the day, the way that I approach it is the guests that are coming in um, are still coming in for a therapeutic experience, especially with COVID and people working from home, like the ergonomics of their setup was not working. So ever like people were in pain. And so being able to have this space, like I, yes, it's a beautiful space and yes, we offer this experience, but at the end of the day, you're still getting like a proper massage and a proper treatment. And we do have returning guests that have a treatment plan and all of that. So I don't want to, you know, take away from that. And I remember like we had an influencer that came in, um, Sasha and, uh, she came in on like a Sunday and we ran this influencer program, but we didn't know exactly like we didn't have any guidelines as to the uh, as to what they would say about the experience. It was really up to them to experience it and then, you know, choose to talk about it if they wanted to. So I remember like three few days went by and we didn't hear anything. So I was like, oh, you know, maybe she didn't enjoy her experience. And then Wednesday came around and she posted and she's like, I wanted to wait to see how I felt a few days after and I walked in thinking I'm going to get a fluffy massage because it's, you know, it's a beautiful space. It's a spa. And that's what you just think. Oh, I'm just coming in for like, you know, kind of chill relaxation massage. And she got a, like, she loved her massage, got a super therapeutic massage. And, uh, and, and yeah, and she, she loved it. And now she keeps coming back. I think it's easy to look from like as an RMT to look and, you know, judge the experience, but I don't want to discount the fact that we are providing this 
a proper, you know, therapeutic treatment massage. Yeah. And like Mark said, people seem to forget about the other side of our industry and arguably the most important side of this industry, wellness. Who comes to see massage therapists most? Like, yes, of course, there are people who, um, you know, have had serious injuries or or who are dealing with Mm -hmm. chronic pain or, you know, that need to come in and be on a specific treatment plan. And, you know, they want this very clinical type of experience. And, you know, maybe they're working with the whole team, you know, physios, chiros, etc. But there are millions and millions of people who go for massage therapy as part of their wellness program to keep, you know, to keep their their bodies feeling good and pain free and functioning properly. And it's just part of their healthy lifestyle. So it's not necessarily for, you know, some specific injury or whatever. So to have that be be able to be done in this beautiful space with this whole experience, it's just adding to um, you know, the overall concept of wellness, right? You're, you're de-stressing, you're decompressing, you're, you know, sort of getting this little vacation, but right in your own city. So I think it's fucking brilliant. And anybody who would um, give any blowback, it doesn't make any sense to me because there's room for every type of, of, um, any type of therapy in this industry. So I I can't imagine why people would be upset about it, but I know it would happen. Of course, man. If people get upset at a very conventional massage clinic that happens to be a chain, then of course they would be upset (laughs) at this really kind of cool, trendy lounge. Do you know what I mean? Where you can get get massage. And Mark, I remember I was listening to one of the podcasts and I think you had mentioned something along the lines of, I think if you're doing something different, you're always going to get backlash and you just have to have like thick skin. So I'm going to ask, is your skin always thick? Is it always thick? I I think, I think that it took a lot. I think that it took a lot to get here and there was, there's rough days and there's still going to be rough days, but as you experience it, you slowly build that skin and you slowly build it. And I think surrounding yourself with supportive people is the most important because at the end of the day, you know that you have the support system and you have a fault, like a fallback. And so it it takes, I think, experience to really build that thick skin, but not every day do I have it. There's some days where I break down. And so it just depends on the day. <laughs> You're a human. But I, I also think um, what you said is, is very true, you know, having very supportive people. And it sounds like you've built a really great team. Um, and in a relatively short period of time. Like you said, you guys worked together for a few weeks, then you had to shut down. Now you've been back up and running for only a year, really, and things seem to be going well for you. So good for you. You somehow managed to build a team that enjoys hanging out together. Even during the shutdown, you guys were still (laughs) hanging out together over Zoom every Friday. And I love that Fiona was leading a meditation. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight. This was really awesome and we cannot wait to come hang out, especially when restrictions do loosen a little further and we can come have a drink and hang out in the cafe. Mark is all excited. What are we going to put on the projector? Let's like go in the, the, <laughs> the room with the projector. Let's like, oh, he wants to watch like like Rush or something on stage. <laughs> I don't know how relaxing that would be. What do I know? <laughs> right on. This is fun. Thanks for hanging out. Well, thanks for having me, guys. You guys have been listening to two massage therapists in a microphone. Peace.